You are listening to She Speaks by the Great Canadian Woman. The Great Canadian Woman makes waves, she moves mountains, and she blazes trails. This podcast is a compilation of inspirational Canadian women sharing their message, their insight, their experience, and their expertise. and compassion, strength and softness, pride and humility, independence and connectedness. The Great Canadian Woman unites us by both our similarities and our differences, and this is where we listen, learn, connect and grow. You can learn more about our publishing opportunities, events and how to be a contributor on the She Speaks podcast or blog by visiting www.thegreatcanadianwoman.ca. still color. How come no one picks them? Recently, for some odd reason, I keep seeing the caption, broken crayons still color. For a long time, I too subscribed to this notion that it's okay to be broken and functional. I now see this phrase in a whole new light, as it suggests to me that in your broken state, you're still effective. (laughs) The lie detector determines this is a lie. Contrary to popular belief, while some broken things still work, don't be fooled. They do not operate at full capacity. Obviously, since people have a tendency to replace broken things. By virtue that the body has been created to heal itself, this tells me wholeness was always the original blueprint for our lives. Sadly, we have succumbed to this fake-it-till-you-make-it culture so much so that it's hard to detect an issue at first glance. Do me a favor, eh? Abandon tame brokenness. Do you remember, hush little baby, don't say a word, mama's gonna buy you a mockingbird, and if that mockingbird doesn't sing, then mama's gonna buy you a diamond ring? (laughs) Well, no wonder we're so tingsy. We're continually chasing stuff, like a trophy to prove our happiness. Based on this rhyme, is the idea really that if something doesn't work, we just replace it? Or if I cry loud enough, then I deserve something to pacify me just because. Hmm, okay, so what if there's an issue in my relationship? Haha, say no more. New mate loading in five, four, three, two. Child, please. So what happens if mama, or in this case, dude, can't buy you anything? Then what? If no one has ever told you, let me be the first to say, this mindset is utter and complete garbage. Look, stop medicating your pain using the world's prescription. I'm not telling you something I haven't lived through. In case you've missed it, let me read you my issue resume. My biological mother died when I was a toddler, and years later, so did my biological father. Although I was adopted by wonderful parents, my adopted mother also died. And then, as an adult, I went years without talking to my father. Well, that's another story for another day. I've had four disastrous relationships to date. You know, same character, different actor. 
Caught a fire, lost friends, alienated people, did some dumbness, and then a little more dumbness. You know, because the first 10 times wasn't enough. Lost jobs, been evicted, been penniless, and the list goes on. These are just the stuff I'm willing to tell you about. Then for the coup de gras, which means the death blow, I woke up one day and literally could not move. Bam! Hit with an autoimmune disease which affected every joint in my body, resulting in loss of motion, range, and function. So how does this happen? Well, the Bible says a broken spirit dries up the bones. In layman's terms, it's the result of what happens when you take all the things that have hurt you, the people that have rejected you, the stuff that you don't wish to deal with, you pack them neatly in a time capsule and bury it. Bam! A storm comes and everything that was buried floats to the surface. When this occurs, a broken crayon then becomes more literal than an analogy. For some, it's daddy issues compounded with the broken heart, mixed with a stint of self-esteem issues wrapped in a broken heart by another dude sprinkled with some more abuse. I mean, just snowballing into an avalanche waiting for the slightest movement. In the spirit of transparency, after every issue, I honestly thought I was okay. I figured if I cried a little bit, vented to all my friends, then said a Hail Mary prayer, that was enough. Because hey, after all, I'm a strong black woman, right? (laughs) Wrong. No wonder April Mason doesn't consider this a compliment. Sis, you were not built for all of this load. Just because you can carry it doesn't mean you should have to. So there I was, a broken crayon, in all my vivid, intense coloring glory, ready to shade some dude's world with my brilliance. Bam! Broken in yet another place. Again, not chosen to color anything but my own tainted world. Flawed as I was, it took me a minute to realize I am the prize. Spoiler alert, no one wants a defective prize though, not even the people who themselves are faulty. We all like shiny and new, otherwise run me back my coins. No one wants to love anyone who does not like themselves. Ergo, confidence is so attractive. No matter how beautiful your flyer is, if the colors ain't popping, folk will scroll straight past you. Though there are all kinds of other things that can mute your shine, most of us are stuck at what was. We keep circling back, asking why. But how? What didn't I do? Should I have done more? Almost as if we're pleading. Yes! I beseech you! Please mistreat me! Stop that mess. Just close the door. We like to think that closure means getting the answers from a person when closure simply means letting go. We can skip round the mulberry bush asking the same questions all we want. Nothing will change. My dear, learn to be okay without the answer. I assure you, knowing will not ease the pain. When you know you deserve better, then you'll demand better. I'll level with you. Most of us don't even know that it's our own tail we're chasing. We're so busy getting under the necks, trying to get over the X. Why? Because once you stop moving, a.k.a. the adrenaline stops pumping, you'll slow down and then the brunt of your injury will be felt. So, 
We take hurt, we sandwich it between disappointment and denial, drizzle it with some resentment, and then try to stick a toothpick of happiness through it by thinking. Plainly speaking, many people are walking around drowning their pain in distraction. Some of our emotions are so numb, it's like the chalk outline of a tragic crime scene. Spiritual manslaughter fueled by a crime of passion. For healing to commence, I had to dig really deep and recall some painful moments just to see where I needed to make amends. First on the list was me. I'll tell you, I made some really dumb moves in life. Like to the point of thinking, if dumbness was a person, it had to be me. Truthfully, a lot of it wasn't always someone else's fault. Forgiving yourself is the foundation of the process. In some instances, I was readily willing to make an apology. Then, some again, took me up to two years just to find the courage to say the words, I'm sorry, I was wrong, please forgive me. Nonetheless, it was the most freeing thing I've ever done. Your sickness may not manifest as mine did, but trust me, it's there, lurking beneath your ruby wool lipstick and contoured cheeks that pretend to smile. In TV series Grey's Anatomy, Meredith Grey found herself in a love triangle with McDreamy. Still, against her better judgment, she made a bold profession of love to a man who'd been shady from the start. While many of us don't say it as she did, our actions all but tell a person we'd be better off without her very sentiment. The whole speech wasn't so bad, you know, but it was that last part that screamed desperation. So pick me, choose me, love me. (laughs) First of all, stop it. You're not a cotton field. Quit waiting around to be picked. Disappointment and hurt only lingers as long as you let it. Love is many things. What it is not is a doormat. Stop letting people walk all over you in the name of love. Rather than chasing people and things, the best lover you'll ever experience is when you love yourself. Even the Bible admonishes us to love our neighbor as ourselves. That already tells me self-love is not a fad. It's a necessity. Look, when kids are coloring, they don't tend to gravitate toward the broken crayon. No kid even wants the crayon whose tip is dull and worn down. They want the one that is sharp and can get closest to the line. Further, if while coloring the crayon breaks, they toss it aside and pick a whole one. Trust me, I've tested the theory. To a kid, that broken, unsharpened crayon reads useless. In a Crayola box of 64, there are at least six shades of green. While someone may want forest green to shade the trees, they'll opt to use pea green before they pick up the usable but broken one. Translation, don't give folks the opportunity to call you a bitter black woman. So, how do you, Miss Regular Green, stand out among the likes of sage, seafoam, shamrock, emerald, lime, olive, pickle, seaweed, mint, celadon, jade, citron, kelly green, and hunter green? Is that even possible? Of course it is. Start by admitting your hurt and seek the qualified help you need. And for God's sake, this does not mean posting your proclamation of moving in silence or taking a break. That's nobody's business. In the words of Christina Yang in her farewell to Meredith, he may be dreamy, but he's not the sun. 
you are, which is to say, be careful what you let rotate around you. Broken can work, but whole was always the original plan. See Genesis chapter 1. Thank you so much for tuning into the She Speaks podcast by The Great Canadian Woman. Remember to subscribe to the show on your favorite player so you don't miss a single episode. And if you love what we're doing here, we would be so appreciative if you could leave a five-star rating and review on iTunes. And if you want to connect with today's guest or become a guest on the show yourself, head to thegreatcanadianwoman.ca forward slash podcast. Until next time, make waves, move mountains, and blaze trails. Thank you.